Welcome back to another episode of Mysteries of Histories. By now, you know what we do. This is the podcast that dives into the strangest and funniest mysteries in our shared history. Today, we get dirty with the devil and his footprints. In 1855, a town in England reportedly saw hoof prints in the snow, footprints that stretched for 100 miles and seemingly leapt over full-size buildings. So, were people just being suspicious? Or did the devil visit England on his night off? Well, we're gonna get into it. And of course. Welcome back, Commander. This, this is my house tells mystery. Oh, Fact, fantasy, and history have come together to tease the imagination. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Trihouse Tells Mysteries of Histories. I'm your one of your hosts, uh, Matthew McKay. I'm a, one of your other hosts, Jeremy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy what? <laughs> uh, Jeremy Panavision Griffith. Jeremy, that's what oh. I'm going with today. And I'll be oh. Kevin <laughs> uh, Devil Dick. Frederick. <laughs> I, I've right. heard devil dicks are like baby dicks, like really, really tiny. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, yeah. I've heard that too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like little, like little tiny horns just right there little, between little between the thighs. <laughs> it <But> anyway. always <laughs> comes back to baby dick, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I think Panavision is a letdown for today. I should have planned something better, but it's okay. We're not here for nicknames. <laughs> We're here to talk about mysteries of scary history so matt what are we uh what are we getting into this week oh yeah today is uh the devil's footprint Ooh, uh, yeah a single one it's, multiple uh multiple of them actually multiple all in a single file the, line oh wow the, the devil snow. was walking somewhere i mean we think maybe <laughs> it was a devil right yeah he yeah, was yeah. going a, a devil he was going to get a <laughs> what'd you say no, I was just saying, a devil? Who who knows if it was the devil? Oh, no, true. Been, like, there could be multiple devils. Maybe it was a single devil on his way to McDonald's. And could that's have been a lesser demon. That existed in 1855. Exactly. And that's why. Bro, no it's Mickey D's. It's a valid theory. <laughs> we have gotten off on such a far tangent, and we just started the podcast. It's not I a blame tangent, Jeremy. Dude, it's always Jeremy. <laughs> dude, devils are powerful, okay? They could definitely, like, make a McDonald's appear walk there, get a quarter pounder, and then say, actually, never mind until the 1900s. Are you, you know? saying that McDonald's is the devil's food? Because I, I take issue with that, my friend. Yeah, I mean, Matt has shoot, a pretty, for the For the listeners, if Matt I eat has it. an addiction to McDonald's chicken nuggets. It's so fucking good. Dude, McDonald's chicken Chick-fil-A. nuggets are. <laughs> dude, yeah, Chick-fil-A is amazing. Oh, God, McDonald's so is amazing, dude. I, I don't want to live in a world where I can't just go to McDonald's every now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, me too, dude. They're fries and they're chicken nuggets and just, oh my God, they're McChicken for like a dollar thirty. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Okay, okay, wait, wait, we got to get back on topic. Okay, so <laughs> what? what is the devil's footprint? Okay, well, uh, let's like go, we're going to go back to 1855, February 8th. So it's an unusual cold winter. The city of Devon, England goes to sleep that night as the sun sets early in the evening. And when they awake... Several townsfolk reportedly saw tracks from a hooven creature just outside the city proper. A group of tradesmen decided to follow the tracks and see where they led. Only the tracks didn't stop, going on for 40 to 100 miles to the next town and the town after that. Even weirder, the tracks stopped at a solid brick building 
and then reappeared on the other side as if the several foot tall structure was a pebble in the sand for the creature. It seemed to have leapt over rivers, houses, even into gardens where there were no discernible entrances or exits, and even seemed to pass through a haystack as if it was not even there. Crazy. Dude, it's pretty crazy. When word reached the surrounding towns of the extent of the hoofprints, going so great a distance, panic began to ensue, for people thought that the prints, which were four to six inches in length and three inches across, uh, and had like a eight to six feet uh, distance between each other, and strangely enough, all in single file, that these tracks belonged to the devil himself. Dude. That makes me imagine the devil was just like hopping around like some like an amputee. Just a single and he was like and every bound was like six to eight feet. Just like bah bah. Wait, I thought bah. The, it was they were like one feet apart. I'm confused. Wait a minute. Well, like eight to sixteen feet. So how apart. come these and, just aren't like uh, horse footprints? Like because horse footprints would be right to left, you know, as because of like the distance between their left and staggered. right side and uh-huh. this one is like single file line so it was almost like the devil was like like strutting you know like on a catwalk you know you know how, you know models you know they, they oh. walk single file i, I mean i feel like an amputee bounce is a lot m- a better theory personally <laughs> <laughs> the i devil... mean hey a, a bounce m- might actually be accurate considering some of the theories that we'll get into later yeah the devil but, uh, has seen some I mean, shit, man. The, the way it kind of looks is that it, it didn't come from a, a quadruped, but it, it yeah. looked more bipedal. Um, so obviously like humans, like walking upright. Um, well, but yeah. dude, think about us walking. We're, we're bipeds, right? Right. We don't walk in a straight line. Even our feet are staggered. Like you'd have to be walking very strangely. For it your makes f- it all the more mysterious. Exactly, right? So it's like, okay, why would the devil be doing some lame-ass walk for all these miles and miles and miles? I think it makes more sense that the devil has one leg because Jesus <laughs> ripped off the other one in an epic holy fight way back in the day. That's my theory. But why didn't we hear about this holy fight? Because it's in the missing pages of the Bible, Matt, also oh, known as the Quran. not to add in. What? <laughs> oh my god i don't think it's in there either jeremy well, well have you read it matt because oh my god i don't uh, think we're, we're anyone's qualified to say whether it's not in there unless they've read it so we can talk to arian okay yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, <laughs> all right we'll just go oh. ahead and offend our, our muslim friends <laughs> also so interestingly enough the people were so terrified that this was the devil that had come by their town that many of them refused to go outside after nightfall. So it kind of actually reminds me a little bit of, of the um, the dancing plague, where it was like yeah. people, like like superstition and reality were kind of went hand in hand. Yeah. You hear feel things like that affects your behavior. Like Unexplainable things gotta be the devil. Gotta, gotta <laughs> be, dude. That or the aliens. Shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. In their defense, we blame everything on aliens. So that's I fair, think justifiably so. I think. <laughs> All right. Should, should I read the next point? Absolutely. Yes. yes. All right. So, a publication by the name of Bell's Life in Sydney published an article of the um, evening in the May twenty sixth issue 
1855, just three days before my birthday, but many years later. Um, it appears on... Okay, here's the quote. It de- Oh, it's Bell Live. It appears on Thursday night last... Oh, fuck, last. I thought it was going to say last. Okay, I'm doing this over <laughs> again. It appears on Thursday night last. There was a very heavy snowfall in the neighborhood of Exeter in the south of Devon. On the following morning... The inhabitants of the above towns were surprised at discovering the footmarks of some strange and mysterious animal endowed with the power of ubiquity, as the footprints were to be seen in all kinds of unaccountable places, on the tops of houses and narrow walls, in gardens and courtyards, enclosed by high walls and palings, as well as in open fields. And so, crazy places for a footprint to be, that's not the devil's. And so the superstitious go so far as to believe that they are the marks of Satan himself or herself or itself. You know, I just want to be very 2020 about this whole Satan thing. Jesus Christ. And And the great excitement has been produced among all classes. Maybe judge from the fact that the subject has been descanted on from the pulpit. I read that sentence. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? That means that the preacher of the local church talked a lot about Satan from the pulpit. You're welcome for the translation. Panavision out. No, I actually have one more part to read. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then uh, the the writing goes, the impressions of the foot closely resemble that of a donkey shoe and measured from an inch and a half, in some instances, to two and a half inches across. Here and there, it appeared as if cloven, but in the generality of the steps, the shoe was continuous, and from the snow in the center remaining entire, merely showing the outer crest of the foot, it must have been concave. So, I mean, there you go. It's an analysis of the shape. You know, people are like, oh, is it just a donkey thing? It's like, ah, not quite. It does have this kind of cloven nature to it. But there were, like, kind of small details in, like, the way the crest was and the concaveness and blah, blah, blah where it just made people think, you know what? I don't know if this is a creature that we are familiar with in this earthly plane. (laughs) And uh, so we're going to list some, like, kind of... These theories, most of them, I feel like, are garbage. But this first one isn't that bad. (laughs) Uh, So, Jeffrey Household. Really? I think this is the most ridiculous one. I thought this one makes the most sense. uh, Really? Listeners, you decide. Uh, So, Jeffrey Households claimed it was an experimental balloon which had escaped the Devonport dockyard. His source was Major Carter, whose grandfather worked at the Devonport dockyard and had witnessed the... Is it Devonshire? It's Devonshire. Oh, I guess it's Devonport. Okay, I think uh, Devonshire is a different place. Oh, okay. Uh, and had witnessed the balloon getting loose and making its way above Devon, dragging two long chains with shackles on the end. It was apparently these shackles that made the hoof prints. Which, that... Like, big enough shackles would make... Would make those prints, right? Like... Right, but why I, would it... Why would the... Like, that seems more like they would just get dragged along the snow... Rather than actually, yeah. like, be dipping in every, you know, every foot or so. Yeah, just bouncing up and down. That makes no sense to me either. Yeah. Would, and also, I feel like the whole look of it is different. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the I feel like the marks left on the floor would be opposite to what a um, chain would be. 
like it would leave the curve on the kind of heel end. Also, I feel like if it was a whole ass chain, the it would vary if it, and it was bobbing up and down as it went along. I feel like the length of the marks would vary. Like it's like, oh, you see right. like a few links here, you see it drag a little bit here, as opposed to just that uniform. Well, actually, you know. I mean that does actually make sense because uh, some of the some of the tracks actually they were there were great distances between them. Yeah, and so that's why some of them thought that like there's a theory in here that's like it could have been birds because there's a good. But I feel like but that okay, has its well, own problems. Yeah, but I feel like for the chain, even if it's the the, the, the uh, distances differ, I feel like the actual print itself would have to differ more greatly than it does. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, boys. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this. Because if the balloon is moving in a certain direction... Try house dance break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for all we know, the hoof prints are facing the opposite direction, Jeremy. Like, you know how... Like, like we interpret them like a horse's footprint moving in one direction, but it could have actually been the balloon going But we have no opposite direction of this. Okay, what? dude, we, we have a drawing from... Uh, old, old, well, we'll get into that later, but you, dude, I... I it seems like the tracks were all in one direction, and if shackles were being dragged along the ground, you'd think that the prints would be all over the place. Exactly. Exactly, baby. I don't okay. know. Okay, anyways, next theory. Um, well, well, actually, it's the same theory. Uh, the incident was kept hush-hush because other structures were destroyed by the chains, including a conservatory, a greenhouse, and several windows. And it landed in Hinton. But how could it have created the winding pattern. And it was more likely the chains would get caught in a tree, which I guess that makes Didn't sense. Happen. And also there were no broken windows in Devon and no reports of damage were reported across Devon. But I guess it How, yeah, left and then went to, uh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It's like they were saying like they were trying to keep it hush-hush because it destroyed a bunch of things, but we have no records of anyone saying that their buildings were, were destroyed. Because I mean, this this That's because they kept over it hush-hush. Yeah, hush, hush. How how can you keep something hush, hush that's destroying several buildings across yeah, the landscape? Right. They're Dang. like they're like it must be the devil. It must it's got to be, be the, devil. the devil. Um, next theory for real this time. This one. This is okay. Hopping mice. <laughs> uh, so. Some would say hopping mice seem to be the more obvious answer. Hopping mice, or wood mice, have the ability to leap fairly large distances. That is why it was suggested by Mike Dash that maybe the prints were made by a wood mouse. Their footprints <laughs> could even look like hooves with how their limbs are angled. It was, unusually, it was an unusually cold winter, and such change in temperatures can actually change the habits of animals. Nocturnal and shy animals have been known to push their way into towns and densely populated areas in search for food that they could not get in their natural habitat, like a hood mouse. This seems like a reach. This seems like a reach to me. I, I mean... That, they said it went on for 40 yeah. to 100 miles, a wood mouse, in one night? Dude. Yeah, because a mouse is... Wood mice are, are tiny. And, I mean, I, it would make more sense if it was, like, the size of a wallaby, you know? A yeah. wallaby. A wallaby. Size of a wallaby. That is a bold assertion that some stupid-ass mouse would have traveled that, that far. Also, how could it make <laughs> the, the all a hoof print? What does a wood yeah, mouse look I, like? I don't... 
It looks like a mouse. I but like how could it make a hoof print? I I don't really know. They they yeah, I'm not entirely sure. They also said like the depth of the hoof print was was so much so into the like the impression was so great that it had to have been a heavy creature, even heavier than like a foal. Dude, I will tell you how a, a wood mouse would have had to make those tracks. It would have had to float above the snow and then carve out a hoof print with its teeth over and over again for 40 miles. <laughs> Thank you. Are you the expert here? <laughs> uh, I'm actually uh, uh, Jeremy Panavision Griffith, wood mouse expert galore. So God, check the degree, oh, right, right. my part friend. Of the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, is this me again? One person? Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. One parishioner had a very different theory that he quickly spread to his flock. Uh, They always do that. They spread it to their goddamn flock before anybody double checks and researches it. Okay. What he said was, In the course of a few days, a report was circulated that a couple of kangaroos escaped from a private menagerie at Sidmouth. But later, the reverend admitted that he did not believe much in his own theory. So fuck Mm. this guy. Dude... That's like I don't know what that's like. That's like that's like a coach who's coaching a losing team, and the <laughs> team is like, "You think we can win this, coach?" And he's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys got you this. Just I believe in yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just believe. I believe." <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as he tells them, and they go back onto the field, he turns around like, "Whew, that was uh, that was a tough one." <laughs> I guess that's what I was supposed to say, but we are not winning the championship today, boys. Talking to himself. But yeah, why would you why would you say some shit that you don't believe, bro? It's because the people were they wouldn't even go outside and he was like, Alright, alright, I gotta like my flock is freaking oh, out. I need to I tell see. them just that it's yeah. something. Also yeah. it's kinda weird Kangaroos. that we're calling them a flock. It's, I, don't know. I know. Flock of seagulls. That's not a, a seagull sound at all. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that's uh whatchamacallit, that's like uh the new the new um medical advisor for Trump. He's like, uh, yeah, just, uh, I don't really think masks work. So just go ahead and, as soon as he gets off stage. Oh my like, oh, God. <laughs> what did I sign up for? God damn it. <laughs> At least the world will know my name. <laughs> no, just, just, just get back out there. It's fine. It's fine. I know. Okay. So, uh, what, what is this quote? Is this the, okay, here we go. I found a very apt opportunity to mention the name of kangaroo in allusion to the report then current. I certainly did not pin my faith to that version of the mystery, <laughs> but the state of the public mind of the villagers dreading to go out after sunset, under the conviction that this was the devil's work, rendered it very desirable that a turn should be given to such a degraded and vitiated notion, and I was thankful that a kangaroo served to disperse ideas so derogatory. So this motherfucker is like straight up giving the behind the scenes take, these motherfuckers are idiots. But like yeah. Matt is saying, I wanted to wow. get them back out. <laughs> what an asshole, man. If this isn't uh, an example of like how the most religion is like, or people turning away from religion, not saying yeah. me in particular, but I'm saying like you heathen. Well, it's just like this, this is, this, this is a, this is how the model of religion went for yeah. thousands of years. People would be like, well, we had to tell them something. You know, yeah. like they exactly, weren't working. Dude. They were unmotivated. Like, <laughs> we had to tell them if they die, they go someplace. 
Yeah. Like, but like, you know, I feel like that's a good moral quandary, though. Because it's like, okay, yeah. is it really wrong? Because at the end of the day, he was helping to bring peace and comfort to these people's lives in I don't think times. it was wrong. I don't yeah, think it was right? wrong. Like, I, I think sometimes, saying, yeah. Amidst, it, it, dude, sometimes I wish I wasn't so smart but, and, and knowing things like how fake evolution is. Because sometimes if I could believe oh in these little God, lies, that's more Jamie, comforting. Jeremy, stop. <laughs> you know how many of our listeners are just like, I wish this guy would shut up about evolution. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, man. Those same people who couldn't make it through the 15 minutes, they're not going to listen to this episode. <laughs> oh, you're fair, fair. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I don't know. I think sometimes maybe the comfort is the way to go, you know? But anyway, okay, so, according to Matt, but the theory isn't too strange considering a pair of kangaroos were being kept in a menagerie in Exmouth, which is only 25 miles away from Devon. Um, I have to say... The theory is fucking strange, but I've seen, <laughs> I've seen kangaroos hopping around, and these motherfuckers do not leave prints that look like that. Maybe some big kangaroos could go like 6 to 8 to 16 feet. I'm actually going to Google that super quick, super quick. How I also don't, far... I think there's a mistranslation at one point, because later on it talks about how the footprints are only like, like a foot apart each. No, no, no. Eight, yeah. It was 8 to 16 inches. Did I say feet? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm you did. sorry, listeners. I meant inches. We've been so confused. Okay, six. Okay. Well, okay, so here, a kangaroo can cover about 25 feet in a single leap. Holy shit. So, and they can reach 25 over, feet? Dude, and they can do that at, at a pace of over 35 miles an hour. Oh, my And God. you guys just have those things running around Australia. Yeah, bro. That's why. That's why we, me and Monica, would always try to avoid driving at dusk or dawn because we didn't want a kangaroo to like kick us off the road or something when they come Are on the road. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, you, you, also, what car were you driving that they could kick you off the road? Were you driving like a Vespa? No, dude. We were driving a freaking uh, Q3, dude. Audi Q3. Oh. It's a big. It's a big SUV. Twenty-five okay. feet jump. That's a huge jump. Yeah, dude, miles. but they're just so powerful because they might jump up and like kick your hood and you spin out off the road. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Or like they're just so big you might hit them and it might, you know, make your car inoperable just from hitting them. They're fucking beasts, man. But um, yeah, the kangaroo hopping, the, feasibly it could go through a lot of the places that the, the tracks went through. The one place it probably couldn't go through is going through a pipe, but it would have to just jump over the tiny pipe. But then it wouldn't. It probably wouldn't have jumped that short of a jump, like of just a few feet, because right. it's like, yeah. why? You know, if you can jump twenty five feet, what are you gonna do? Jumping two, three feet at a time. It but, was um, quite cold. Maybe, maybe it like, yeah. hindered their movement. Yeah, and also to be in a straight line, I feel like those motherfuckers would be zigzagging, going all over the place. But anyway, it's also just a comedic image. Just like <laughs> imagine a couple of kangaroos out in the dead of winter in London, or in yeah. England. It is funny. It's also funny to imagine like. It, like if it was like in Family Guy, you see like an, uh, a shot of the kangaroo jumping through, and then right after the kangaroo's out of sight, a townsperson comes out. Oh my god, it's the devil! <laughs> <laughs> Just flipping a lid, bro. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, that theory. A wow. next theory that is even worse than the kangaroo theory is badges. I don't know <laughs> if you can get worse than kangaroos. Badges <laughs> are actually like. They live in England. Uh, well, kangaroos are pretty terrifying. Well, th exactly. The fact that they live in England 
means that people would know what the prints look like. Like, oh, that's a good point. Like, I wouldn't know what the fucking uh, kangaroo footprint looks like. Uh, so, okay, badgers are known to travel great distances in search of feud. Uh, Rupert Gould a- attacked this theory, saying, a, ba- a badger's paw prints are staggered. Or staggered as rather a wide tread, and the result would be a double line imprint. I don't know what he's saying here, but I think it, <laughs> it means- just seems like right and left. So it's like it, it's kind of like it wouldn't badgers wouldn't have left a single file line. Their prints would have been like because they're not bipedal. Exactly. Hmm. Or the line would be wider. I I, yes. I don't. Oh, I'm not a doctor. The next theory, also stupid, birds. The suggestion that birds were the cause of the tracks was to explain the clear jump over large obstacles and the seeming disappearance of the prints along the trail. There was also evidence that flocks of seagulls, not to be confused as the band, had be driven onto shore by the harsh winter of that year. That was a terrible joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it was not great. Uh, but a flock the as massive winter. as the one that came ashore would have been heard by the townsfolk that night, yet no one reported hearing anything. And also, bruh, the marks were not like bird prints. Also, Ooh. it's like, how many birds? The birds are going to make a single file line for 40 to 100 miles? Yeah, like, that sounds ridiculous. And like... Yeah, that the birds is the worst is the worst theory <laughs> there's no way now if it was like right along the coastline maybe but not maybe not even at 40 to 60 miles no way dude yeah not single file line i feel like somebody would listen to this that. theory once and be like we're not even gonna put this in the article you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah 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 so then Mike Dash in his Fortean studies suggested that the hoof marks were actually just a hoax, which is similar to like, he's pretty much saying like they weren't hoof marks at all. They were the marks of, you know, wood mice or these badgers or birds or whatever. Um, and that people were just blowing this out of the water. Um, yeah. There are actually other uh, strange tracks across the world that have actually been in snow. In fact, the Times wrote an article on such instances quote among the high mountains of that elevated district where Glonech, Glay Lion and Glay Clay are contiguous that have been met with several times during this and also the former winter upon the snow the tracks of an animal seemingly unknown in present Scotland the print of the foot in every respect is an exact resemblance of that of a fowl of considerable size, with this small difference, perhaps, that the sole seems a little longer or not so round. But <laughs> as no one has had the good fortune as yet to have obta- obtained a glimpse of this creature, nothing <laughs> more can be said of its shape of dimension. Only it has been remarked from the depth to which the feet sunk into the snow that it must have been a beast of considerable size. It has been observed also that its walk is not like that of the generality of quadrupeds, but that it is more like the bounding or limping of a hare or a one-footed devil when not scared or pursued. It is not in one locality only that it tracks only that its tracks have been met with, but through a range of at least 12 miles. The Times, 14th of March, 
1840. So that was wow. actually 15 years previous. And I'm sorry, that was very meandering. I I can't believe people actually wrote like this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the fuck else did they have to do? They didn't have that exactly. That's they true. didn't have no. like uh, they didn't have like 200 other tweets to go through. Yeah, right. <laughs> people yeah wanted to read that shit god it's yeah. just it's just you a think bunch it's of like, run on sentences it's like it's like they're just masturbating there they're like oh yeah they're gonna read this and they're gonna be like oh god this guy's so fucking smart you know yeah, dude. they're like so smart he's so goddamn smart it's like it's like uh <laughs> they're getting off it does like seem like masturbatory yeah. to write in that way it's like J.R.R. tolkien describing the moss on a rock <laughs> God so damn true. it, Jeremy! <laughs> That's the style, baby. I honestly Matt, miss Matt it, man. Just died inside a little bit, as he said. <laughs> no, dude, I I absolutely agree with him. Like, I I don't want to sit through like a page of just him talking about. How the wind caressed a blade of grass. Yeah, yeah, that's why he... But even J.R. Tolkien knew, and that's why he made that one book that nobody ever reads, the Silmarillion, whatever. Silmarillion. Yes, that's why he made that book. Because that's basically all it is. (laughs) It's just a bunch of descriptions and stuff. Hey, man, part of me, I I miss those days when a writer felt bold enough to just (laughs) write an essay about a... Like, you know... About a rock or something. Yeah, 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 about moss. You know, I found this stone, and here is my short story about it. <laughs> does anything <laughs> happen with the stone? <laughs> I know. It's like, does anything happen with the stone? Have you not read my description of it over the past seven pages? <laughs> is that not something happening? Okay. The stone is a recurring character. Very important information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fear that I am now talking about the style of writing like the style of writing itself. <laughs> so we actually have a, uh, a depiction of a, of a wheel devil that it could have been, <laughs> which uh, very interesting. It looks like it is a lion's head in the center and then branching off from that on all sides are these cloven hoof like foals. I mean, they, they, it looks like, like a satyr, almost like satyr hooves. Yeah, hooves. on a wheel. Yeah, that is a like lion's a head. And at the center, yeah, it's this like it was almost like could not the exist. center of the wheel is like a lion, and then the spokes that come off are like legs of a yeah, and the yeah, legs like go yeah. up into the air above it. Dude, this artist missed a great opportunity to have the creature have six legs. Why would you give the devil five legs, man? Rookie mistake. Oh, yeah, I thought you yeah, were gonna say like, five dicks. I really <laughs> thought, like, in between each set of legs, there was going to be a Definitely di- would have left very different tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is there a, a trail of, of urine, like a slight trail of urine <laughs> oh between each hoof mark? It's like, well, it looks like the devil's dicks were simultaneously peeing while he was rolling. Oh, God. It's also... <laughs> Dude, the the diagram is I thought we said the, we would do less dick jokes. Is that is that's that not, not a joke? I <laughs> never like, agreed uh, to that. <laughs> <laughs> the entire reason we do this podcast is for dick jokes. <laughs> that that wasn't a joke. That was more of an imagination of I guess Kevin did lead it there, yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, No, my, but it's funny. No, dude, it's not bad. Uh I it's funny imagining the creature traveling. Just because, like, if its head is not, like, detached from its wheel of legs, as it rolls through the snow, its head would also, like, 
do twists and like go upside down and just like be slowly circling around. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's so, I feel like that's hard to get with just audio, like what I'm saying, but it's just such a funny image if you look at the picture. Dude, I saw, when I was researching this podcast, I saw like this one called like the Dark Histories podcast. And they Dude, have me like, too. Did you, yeah, they, like did you see how they have a whole page for every episode they do on their website? Because oh, they no, have the I diagrams didn't. and stuff. No, but I, I saw they, they had uh, I saw it on uh, YouTube, the YouTubes. Oh, yeah, dude, they have a they have a full on website. And so every episode they have like diagrams, maps with like the cities marked out, how far the cities are from each other and like all these things. And like that's definitely way too much work for us to do. Like I'm not suggesting that in the slightest because I don't want to do it. I don't think you have time to do it. But yeah, not really. If you guys could see the picture of this devil right now, you would know how ridiculous it would be for him to be rolling like a... Like a... Like a wheel. Yeah, dude. Like in Pirates of the Caribbean, I think the third one, where the wheel breaks off and it's rolling, and then Jack Sparrow's having like a duel on (laughs) the rolling wheel. Like this devil looks like he moves like that wheel, and his head is just spinning in circles. by the way. Oh, yeah, dude. So many fun set pieces in those movies. (laughs) Yeah. I I like a... For all... I really enjoyed the second and third one. I know a lot of people didn't like them, and they definitely were not as good as the first, but damn, they were so much fun. Dude, I love every single movie that's come out, uh, Pirates, because of Johnny Depp. But, you know... Okay, wait. You're saying, like, all Pirates of the Caribbean, or you just mean Pirates in general? I mean all Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I love all of them, because of Johnny Depp. I don't know, man. The newest one that was released was so... On Stranger Tides, whatever, whatever. I love all of them. Yeah. I love I Barbosa. Barbosa was better that, though. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Let's... no, you know what I think about? Okay, real quick about the Pirates movies, the, about the second and third. I oh, always loved the trilogy. I know. But I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> how did we get here? I just feel like... <laughs> they're great. Like, the first one is kind of... It's it's simple. It's straightforward. has a, you know, classic Sid Field structure, plot. Great. But the second and third one are just so adventurous and fun and wild and big budget. And I mean, how can you not love that scope? You know, the first one has such a small scope and the second and third are just all over the place and they're so much no, fun. I mean, you're right. It's like they're true adventure movies, you know? Yeah. If you don't like fun, then you don't like those movies, then fucking stop listening to this podcast right now. No, I just jump ahead 30 seconds and we'll get back into it. All right. <laughs> no, 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 you don't have to. You don't have to jump 30 seconds. Jeremy, continue on. <laughs> oh, For yeah. Okay, is it me? Okay, here yes. we go. Okay, so now we're getting into a bunch of eyewitness accounts. So we're just going to read a bunch of quotes. So here we go. One of the newspapers read this. The marks which appeared on the snow, which lay very thinly on the ground at the time, and which was seen on Friday morning to all appearances with a perfect impression of a donkey's hoof. The length, four inches by two and three quarter inches. But instead of progressing as that animal would have done, or indeed as any other would have done, feet right and left, it appeared that foot had followed foot in a single line, the distance from each tread being eight inches, or rather more, the footmarks in every parish being exactly the same size and steps the same length. And so, I mean, that was just a little personal anecdote uh, describing what we've already talked about of, you know... Yeah, I mean, that hoof. totally... Bl- of what? No, just saying, like, with the size of the hoof and everything. But what were you going to say, Matt? I was just going to say that, like, totally blows... Uh, it, it completely, like... It, 
the balloon seems ridiculous. No, it yeah. doesn't. Yes, it does. It seems Dude, more uh, likely it, than any bipedal animal. Really? So that the, the size was always the same and the steps were always the same length? That seems ridiculous if that's just a random uh, balloon that's just trailing a couple of shackles. Yeah. But if it's just one shackle... And it's, you know, it's just dangling. It was two. And, it was two. It was two. And the shackles, shackles are heavy chains. enough to keep it at the, you know, pretty even keel height. I, I don't must say, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, who knows? I don't. I, see the it, what, how the fuck is a is a badger or a kangaroo supposed to make that? Kangaroos have two feet. Kangaroos have two feet. Kevin, I think, have you not been here? It's the devil, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Are All you right. even doing the same podcast next, as next us right now? Eyewitness account. <laughs> One newspaper read. Since the recent snowstorms, some animals have left marks on the snow that have driven a great many inhabitants from their property and caused an uproar of commotion among the inhabitants in general. The markings, to say the least about them, are very singular. The footprint, if footprint it be, is about three inches long by two <laughs> inches wide, exactly in shape, like a donkey's hoof. The length of the stride is about a foot apart, very regular, and is evidently done by some two-footed animal. What renders the matter more difficult of a solution is that gardens with walls 12 feet high have been trodden over without damage, having been done to shrubs and walls. Wait, sorry. Newspaper, there's a little smudge there on the print. The gardens <laughs> with walls 12 feet high have been trodden over without damage, having been done to shrubs and the walks. And, and walks? What the fuck is a walk? I guess maybe like dirt paths. Yeah, so um, no damage yeah. was done to the shrubs or anything. Uh, so nothing like climbed over it. The animal must evidently have jumped over the walls. Hmm. Which is pretty incredible. Yeah. An animal or, be, I mean, definitely not a badger. It was a shackle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a you shackle, know man. What, dude? <laughs> as much as I don't even believe the devil exists, reading this document, I I think it's at least a hundred percent more likely it was the devil than some fucking shackles. <laughs> I just never know what Jeremy believes and what he doesn't believe after that evolution. I think podcast. he likes it that way. <laughs> yeah, dude. If you could, if you could know, dude. If you could know one thing about someone and you know what they'll think about everything, how boring is that person? You know what I mean? They're pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Predictable. You don't want your group identity to be the strongest feature about you. Yeah. <clears throat> Americans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, included among the papers assembled by Reverend H.T. Ellicombe are references to tracks found in the outskirts of the city of Exeter, a furthest south from the hoof, from the hoof marks. Oh, it's furthest Ellic north. Oh. What did I say? For the, for the south. <laughs> wow, that's so weird. It literally says north in front of me, and I... My brain. Ellicombe also notes that the marks were similar in shape while varying some little in size, and notes that his dog was disturbed and barked during the hours of darkness. Dude, that's the craziest thing to me, but sorry, continue. That the dog barked? Yeah, it's like, what the hell? Like It's like signs. That was yeah, something. Man. Dude, I'm telling you this. A dog is not going to bark at no damn shackles. <laughs> yeah, Dogs Kevin. bark at anything. Well, maybe a wood mouse, maybe a kangaroo, but definitely the devil. <laughs> that is true. I mean, dogs would have barked at literally anything. My my sister's dogs, they they literally bark at just about anything. If you walk mm -hmm. by, they bark. 
Yeah. But anything living, right? They wouldn't probably right, right. bark at like some shackles on a balloon. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so the shit. tracings preserved among Alicombe's papers double the number of representations of the hoof marks known to have survived and include marks that the vicar believed were left by claws, which is quite interesting. Yeah, have we talked about claw marks at all in the pot? Not no, yet, right? We haven't no, at all. This is embellishment at its finest. Um, well, well, well. You know, the only thing embellished here is your bell bottoms, Kevin. What? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we haven't talked about this idea, but I mean, there are some accounts that not only were there hoof marks, but they're along the trail. There were things that looked like claws had scratched into them. And so, you know, at the very least, this creature, even if you want to believe it's not the devil, uh, appears that it had some vicious claws. And to my knowledge, shackles don't have claws. Uh, I don't think, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think wood mice have claws. Uh, Kangaroos, I don't know. Maybe they have little claws. I'm, I'm I'm not sure, but, um. How do you All right. know? You lived yeah, among you, those fuck. beasts. I mean, I don't think they have claws. <laughs> I have seen a bunch. Of I don't them. think the claws they do. were not were not pronounced. I know they have fists. Yeah, they'll knock you the fuck out, bro. Yeah, bro. Okay, so yeah, so there's another list. Uh, one of the main uh, personal accounts, and um, this person was the identity was not known for a while, and so people just called them South Devon, and so to begin with. South Devon gives a list of some of the principal places where footmarks were discovered, including Torquay and Totnes, some way to the west, so 6 and 12 miles respectively from the principal scene of action. He was also responsible for putting into print the suggestion that the marks quote-unquote in every parish were quote-unquote exactly the same size and steps the same length. Um, and these two influential statements are not, in fact, quite true. There was some variation, as we kind of touched on earlier right. um, in the podcast. But this writer or his informants also noted the prince at one point appeared to have vaulted a 14-foot wall and appeared on the roofs of houses. So this thing was walking on houses. And um, he dismissed the idea that thawing and refreezing could have distorted the marks, noting that other animal prints remain perfectly recognizable throughout the night. And finally, he claimed the marks formed a trail at least 100 miles in length, were in a straight line, and had at one point crossed the two-mile-wide River X. And there is uh, those last three claims, there is some debate about them. But dude, a hundred miles, sorry? I mean, that just seems in line with what we've been told. Yeah. But dude, imagine walking a hundred miles in a night. I mean, the weather balloon that started the the Battle of L.A. couldn't have done that. (laughs) Yeah, especially, I mean, it's nighttime. It's one of the coldest winters they've had in a very long time. What animal is going to be wanting to travel at night? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're nocturnal, but I, I don't. That's why no, it why you was would go a balloon with a shackle. Oh my god! <laughs> it makes the most sense. I don't know how you papegas have don't see that. <sighs> a balloon right. with a shackle, he says. <laughs> All right, let's continue. <laughs> All right, so this is footprints in the snow. Now, this is to the editor of the Illustrated London News. 
I beg the favor of you to insert in your newspaper the following fact. Upon the authority of the Polish doctor in medicine living in the neighborhood. On the sand hill, a small <laughs> hill on the borders Hold of... Hold on, it says, it says, the Piaszola Gora, and Kevin didn't want to say it, so he just put the, he just read the parentheses, sand hill. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, a small hill on the borders of Galicia, but in Russian Poland, every year are to be seen in the snow, the same footprints as those seen in Devonshire. In a single line round the hill at a few inches and regular distance from each other, no mark of a beginning or end being distinguished. It is universally attributed by the inhabitants to supernatural influence. The same footprints are occasionally visible in the soft in which and with which this bare hill is covered. Soft sand. It's like in the soft sand of the hill. Um, Heidelberg, March 12th, 1855. So, so the devil's just hanging out in Poland? I that guess. sounds accurate. I guess, you know what? I feel like the devil arguably all over the place. The devil hangs out. <laughs> the devil is alive. I hear him breathing. <laughs> I'm in, brother. I think, he's, uh, I think he's very active in America right now. Um, and definitely China. Uh, probably, probably Russia. Probably moved over from Poland to Russia. <laughs> Jesus Just making Christ. his rounds. <laughs> Just all so, over the place. Reverend G.M. Musgraves immediately wrote to the ILN to point out, quote, The outline accompanying your intelligent correspondence recital of the circumstances hardly convey a correct idea of the prince in question. Musgraves, <clears throat> Musgraves' letter goes on to give a more detailed list of locations where the tracks had been reported and to set out his own observations on the phenomenon. He had been told by a, quote, scientific acquaintance of the discovery of a haystack through which the mysterious trail maker appeared to have walked. He also recounts how he encouraged one congregation to whom he delivered a sermon to believe the explanation that the tracks were those of an escaped kangaroo, as we discussed. This became one of the most widely circulated explanations for the events of February 8th. But, as Musgraves admits, he himself had little faith in the theory and advanced it in preference to leaving his congregation to believe, or sorry, leading his congregation to believe that the devil had strolled through their parish. Because he believed his flock, they were, they were good-natured citizens, good God-fearing. Why would the devil want to visit them? <laughs> the devil ain't had no reason to visit us here. Wait, yeah. why are we doing that accent? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is I just grabbed up on us. Um, but yeah, so there you go. And I think it's the because of there will be blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there will be blood. Just seeing these motherfuckers. But yeah, so I mean, here's all the eyewitness. And so the last little eyewitness account I was able to find was just this one. Uh, the letter following Musgraves in the ILN is anonymous, but it appears to have been written by a doctor living in Topsham. He and a friend had closely examined tracks found in the neighborhood and, having discerned the marks of claws, were inclined to believe the trail had been left by an otter. For fuck's uh, this, sake. So strange. <laughs> I know, there. right? This despite the fact that, as the author admitted, I am not familiar with the otter myself. In <laughs> fact, uh, the suggestion appears to have advanced principally to explain the men's important direct observation that the trail passed under low branches and apparently through a six-inch diameter pipe. Um, 
first of all, what fucking otter is gonna be in the middle of a snowy city and travel? Like, tra I'm pretty sure it would 100 die. hundred miles. Yeah, yeah traveling a I mean, hundred miles without water. I, yeah, and <clears throat> walking. I mean, those mother like if it's a river otter, they spend all their time in the water, like treading yeah. water. Yeah, they're not, and they're not going a hundred miles on land in the dead of winter. And you would have seen their body just dragging across the snow. And also, yeah. how the fuck do you look at a six-inch diameter pipe and think that an otter could fit through that? I think an otter could... I mean, depending on how big the otter... Or how small the otter is. Dude, I feel like a fucking mouse would struggle to... Nah, not struggle. A mouse would fit through that. But I feel like an yeah. otter would need at least, like, a foot. I don't know. That's so weird. It's so weird that it went through a six-inch pipe. It just doesn't... Yeah even like compute because why don't they think they just walked over the pipe yeah oh well, if, yeah, I mean, if it was if it was the might. devil <laughs> right <laughs> he just Weird. walked over the damn pipe <laughs> but yeah Our, so I mean, that, yeah that that's that covers it. all the all the information all the all the the evidence that i'll it, do my clearly. theory right now okay okay yeah get it in i think it was cosplay <laughs> what do you even mean by that? I think he thinks it was a furry. Somebody was like a blacksmith, you know, had a kink, and he was like, you know what? I am going to be a horse, and, and you yeah. must refer to me as Fluffy. Yes, and he name. put on the bottom of his shoe. Z, he put a horseshoe on the bottom of his own shoes, and then. He went a walking for a hundred miles, and then where he got to his destination, he made love to his lover named Jim. And was also a horse, uh, a, a furry horse, of course. Yes, a furry horse. He didn't. He, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't fuck a literal horse, um, <laughs> even though happen. Jim certainly felt like maybe he did. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's my. I, I I don't know what to think. If it's not the shackle, <laughs> it's got to be cosplay. Well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, Kevin. Thank th you. Th I think that is a that is a more likely scenario than any <laughs> other devil. bullshit. Because okay, a, so human oh, yeah. a human controlled a human could have like intentionally been like, bro. This if if teenagers today steal traffic cones and try to reroute traffic just to fuck with people, it is perfectly plausible a human was like. I'm going to put on some horseshoes. I'm going to walk in a straight line. And I'm in just... The, I'm, I'm going to fuck with people. In the dead of winter, though, at night? I mean, imagine how cold that was. I... Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I can't... That's the thing. I like. That's why I don't think it's a hoax. Because it seems like someone went through a lot of freaking trouble and pain to get those hoof prints in. They went 100 to, miles in one night, dude. To, to, to make a story. Like, like we said, people were bored as fuck back then. Like a hundred miles in one night, dude. No one it could have do done that it have to, at the. That end would have of, to have been a conspiracy on such a level that no, how would that have ever been kept silent? How many miles can a human walk in a night? How, I'm gonna Google it. Maybe like twelve miles. How many miles can someone walk? I'll say and they're not just walking though. They're like methodically putting these hoof marks in. Um, ooh. So if they're just walking, 26.2 miles in eight hours. Okay. Wow. Wait. It's way further than I thought. But that still doesn't, that that's still like, dude, they'd have to be running probably 
And even running, I don't even know if that would get you 100 miles in a night. Mm. Plus that is a lot. Freezing. Yeah, 3.1 miles per hour. Okay, man. motherfucker, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. This is, I know, I know. This is really is kind of a bit of a mystery because none, none of these animals seem like logical. Like it does, like yeah. none of it makes any sense. Like a, a kangaroo, like really? Like that doesn't make any sense because I mean, what I know of kangaroos, they don't walk like that. Like they don't, it's not like eight inch, right, Jeremy? I mean, you would know Yeah, more. they don't have hooves, man. They, they, <laughs> they don't, don't have hooves. They don't have hooves at all. They have little paws. And it paws. wouldn't be a fucking mouse. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be a mouse. That doesn't make any sense. If a human can't go 100 miles in one night, a fucking mouse ain't going 100 miles in one night. Like, yeah. But yeah, also, how they, the humans that were following the trail could have been going at the same pace as the person who is currently making them. So, you know, like, they could have been That's making them true. as they were following, you know? Yeah. Not That's true. But I, I mean, think my strange, theory is still more plausible than most. Well, Kevin, is this okay. the pool or is the or sorry the balloon cosplay? The cos oh the cos cosplay. cosplay. Oh, so Kevin, you, you gave up on your your balloon theory. Well, fuck off. Probably all time. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how would a cosplay? I just want to know how would a cosplay person get through a six inch pipe? <laughs> I they just walked on it. They just walked on it. They walked on it. Okay, how would a six uh, I was gonna say, how would a six-inch person? <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about that, Kevin, baby dick. No, I'm just kidding. Um, wow. How um, how would the cosplayer get over twelve and fourteen feet walls? Do they have a ladder with them? They simply and, but just there were no marks of a ladder. They, they simply just walked around. And what if there was no way to get into the garden? Up tracks. I, Jeremy. Yes. How Fuck do they off. get on the roof? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, and the, probably the weirdest thing too, I don't know if we've mentioned this, the fact that the footsteps kind of appear and disappear out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Well, maybe the, they like stopped to rest for a second and then they covered up their tracks in the snow. But that would... So you're thinking that it's a hoax, that someone like planted yes, these. Yes. Why like, would like, you... Yes, that's just the theory. It's a hoax. Okay. They traveled for 101 miles, and they only covered one mile of track. Half a mile in the beginning, half a mile at the end. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, that's uh, Kevin's well, theory, folks. Yeah, Feel free to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, my theory is I don't really, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what I think. Matt, do you have a theory? I don't either, dude. I literally have no idea. I, I, because I, I mean, the devil. I, I don't believe the devil's like a real corporeal being. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a theory. I don't have a theory this time. Okay. I I honestly, I, I can't think of anything besides the devil either. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. Aliens. <laughs> wow. They, they were looking <laughs> over this English area at the time. And the people of England were uh, researching a fallen UFO bit. And the aliens were like, oh no, they're going to find out about us. We have to throw them off the track. And then so one of the aliens is like, hey, Quasarks, Quasarks, I want you to go and put on this devil hoof. And we're going to land you here. Just fucking hop around for 100 miles and then we'll beam you back up. Uh, it'll distract them. And they're going to be worried about the devil, and they're not—they're going to totally even forget 
they were investigating the UFO, and that's what it was, and it was this whole time hoax to throw the English off the trail of the Tall Greys. And um, wow. So I agree with cosplay, but it was an alien who did the cosplay. That's how they were able to get on the roof and shit. Jeremy, you're so wise. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was you. so good. That has to be it. I mean, that like every Thank bit you. of evidence lends itself to that theory. You, thank yeah. you. Uh, I'm the one that puts it together when there's no instructions. You know, you can put me in, in Ikea. Jeremy Panavision. You're one of those, fuck, yeah, you're one of those fucking <laughs> monsters that puts together Lego pieces without the instruction manual. Oh, yeah, dude. I just feel it out. I, it's just intuition. I was like, I think I know what the creators are going for here. But ba boop ba boop all right. Well, all right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, that's the end of our podcast for the most part. And I don't know how that was supposed to be like the shortest outline that we've had in a while. And somehow we still managed to get like an hour. It's because it's we, we talked about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Exactly. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just right. having a good well, time. Yeah, we fucking are, man. So I'm I'm Matthew <laughs> McKay. The, you guys have been listening to Mysteries of Histories. Uh, if you guys want uh, more information uh, on mysteries and histories, uh, follow us on Mysteries of Histories on Instagram, um, which is at Mysteries of Histories. Could I just plug our name any anymore in that sentence? Yeah, I think they got it. I think they got it. Um, mysteries of Histories. <laughs> mysteries of Histories. Um, I'm Jeremy Coke Sniffing Griffith. What and, the fuck? Uh, I know, I changed it up. I changed it up. Um... <laughs> Yeah, at Not Funny Funny Guy on all the socials. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Also, we have our, whatchamacallit? We have, like, a radio play ser- style kind of thing related to Mysteries of Histories. Oh, We're yeah. working on coming out in the near future. Who knows exactly when, but, you know, keep an eye out for that. Gotta highlight our fucking talents, baby. And I am Kevin Devil Dick. I almost said Griffith. Fuck. I'm Kevin Devil Dick Frederick. Uh, you can find me on YouTube and Twitch as Trihouse. I play Rocket League every day, 5 p.m. Pacific time, except for Wednesdays. Um, y- yes. I, I, d- devils and footprints and dicks. Absolutely.